0: Entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? Like many of us, I'm sure you're feeling it. Business is hard. Now more than ever, you need to have a plan to help your business not just survive, but thrive. I'm Marcia Reiner, a business strategist on a mission, and I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees sustainability and uh, guides your growth. Um, Today, I want to share some strategies that I've earned and learned with you on today's Profit with a Plan podcast, and I'm super excited to have my guest with me, Bing Oliver. Uh, Bing is uh, served as an award-winning Chick-fil-A franchise owner and a top-ranked Chick-fil-A business consultant. We all love our Chick-fil-A. There's lines around the block where where I am, so loving it. Uh, He has firsthand uh, knowledge on what it takes to have had a business that owns you rather than the other way around. Now through his company, Pete Coaching, he helps business owners empower their whole team, reconnect with their why they started their business in the first place, and to grow their company. The result, you ask, they get control over their life and get their life back and make the difference that they envisioned when they started their business. Bing delivers actionable content through the, uh, his in-the-trenches stories about the challenges he and his clients have faced and overcome, and how you can overcome those same challenges in your business. So we're super happy to have you on, on the show with us, Bing. Welcome to Profit With Plan.
1: Thank you. I've been looking forward to it.
0: Great. Me, too. You know, we um, we all struggle with, you know, trying to have that work life balance and really, you know, manage our time well in in the day and with even the challenges that we've got at COVID and, and, you know, most of us working from home. I need some secrets and some ideas from you today that can help us really grasp that and, and make our time more efficient and effective. Are you down with that?
1: I, I I love it. This is a topic I love to talk about. So, yes.
0: Good. Good. So if we're talking about, you know, mastering, um, you know, getting more done in our day, what's what's some of the tips or ideas that you have for us?
1: Well, uh, the first thing that I would start off with is um really mindset. And I, I think that this is a really beautiful illustration is I think that we tend to think about life as being a balance. You, I don't, you, you've seen the old balances, you know, and that we, and we talk about work-life balance. I believe you used that term. And that means I'm always sort of like this, you know, like, or maybe I'm like, like, if I'm totally enjoying my life, my business, <laughs> Is all out of whack. Or if I'm totally focused in my business, I miss the soccer game, we have to reschedule date night again, right? And what I have learned is it doesn't have to be 50 50, it can be 100 100. You can have a hundred percent awesome business that you're doing the things that you love within your business that you wanted to do when you started off, and you can have a hundred percent of the life that you want because. Most of us, if we start a business, or even if we have that entrepreneurial uh, mindset within a job, uh, these days, everybody kind of thinks like, uh, everybody I talk to kind of thinks like a business owner. And they want, they, they have this idea of the life they want to live, and they pick the work to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And a part of that is within the business, they have something that they love, and they want to do that. But then, what happens? It's happened to me numerous times. I'm in. am actually in a cycle right now. We may get into that where I'm having to relearn it, so it's very fresh. Um, and uh, and I try to stay a few steps ahead of my clients. That's a really. I find that's a really great model, you know. Um, but to be able to say, you know, hey, I I could I can have both. And and both can be great. But what what does that how does that happen? Because I think if we if we if we work on balance, um, it, it does it just kind of always tends to feel like they're competing with each other. Mm-hmm. And there's a mindset set shift and practices that can um, put us in a place uh, where, you know, let me go back and say when we started our businesses, we wanted we wanted X. We had this idea of what life would look like. Then the business. Begins to sort of take over. It's almost like I've compared it to the Frankenstein monster. You put it together, you jolt it with life, and then all of a sudden, it's running amuck all around town. And you're like, "Oh my gosh, I created this mess." And uh, and then you find yourself going, "Maybe I should go back and get a job." You know, and um and and then the the question becomes, how can I get the business back in its place where it's serving me, serving my community, serving my people, rather than all of us serving it.
0: Um, so that's where that, I, that's where I'd start. That is the million dollar question, I think, and and the answer that we all strive for. Because many of my listeners and my clients, um, they found me because they were reacting, they were putting out fires, they were, yes. you know, um chasing more clients and and you know, out of breath, if you can imagine that kind of, you know, stress that goes on it. And yep. then they're doing it you know, 16 hours a day, uh, Saturdays and Sundays and their families hating them. And, you know, uh, I, I jokingly say that, you know, we became entrepreneurs and you get the luxury to choose which hundred hours you want to work each week, Yeah. you know? Um, but that's not what we signed up for. When we initially started, we had that, like you said, that goal. So, you know, most business owners get to that point because they're doing it. How do we get away from there?
1: Well, that that's the interesting thing, then, is it's very counterintuitive. And I'll tell you, I can tell you this is what happened to me personally. In the early 2000s, I was a brand-new Chick-fil-A franchisee, and I had spent decades within the company. I started off as a 15-year-old filet and chicken and taken out the trash, worked my way all the way up to where I was a business consultant within Chick-fil-A, giving advice to franchisees about how to run their, their businesses and being a liaison between them and corporate and I used that time to study what works and what do, doesn't work. And I found that there were some, a lot of people with a technician mindset who were really good at running a restaurant, who had a lot of trouble getting out of that box. And then there were some, there was a couple of operators or franchisees, they used the, we use the word operator, but it's interchangeable, that had come like, there was one guy who came from banking. And he didn't really. And he he did have his season of 80 hours and all that kind of stuff, because we all do. And and you don't like if you're listening to this and you think that you should immediately go to this hundred hundred, you know, th- then that's not the answer. It takes a time. But there's a shift that occurs. So anyway, I had studied these guys and this one particular guy was from the banking industry. And because he was not a great technician within the restaurant industry, but he understood organizational structure and how to lead. He, he, he got, he became really good. He got multiple locations, great relationships. He, and he had the hundred, hundred, I would say, or 88 behind both. And I'm like, well, I'm going to do that. I'm going to emulate that. Well, I got in to do it. I had all the information and guess what I did? You know, I defaulted back to these patterns that put me into 60 plus hours a week and it wasn't enough. And, you know, as you're telling the story of these, you know, 16-hour days and Saturdays, et cetera, here's the interesting thing is I would ask listeners, let's just pause for a minute and just think about, is it enough? Like when you work 16 hours and Saturdays, what are you thinking? You're still thinking, man. One
0: more day. If I had a couple more hours. <laughs>
1: me, uh, you know, could I reduce my sleep? Whatever. Um, here's the interesting thing. There's two things that create that, I believe. The first thing that creates that is your success. So there's a book from, I want to say it's the 80s, 90s, called The E-Myth. You may be familiar with mm-hmm. The person who's the pie maker who's great at making pies, and their friends say, You need to start a pie company because your pies are awesome. And they don't realize that making pies and having a pie business are two totally different things. And so they default back to what they're good at, which is making pies. And then, and 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 I see this all the time. We kind of rise to this level where our success grows the business. And then we just keep doing what we were good at, whatever it was that made us me, it's coaching. Like I'm really good at coaching. And, um, and, but if I just default to coaching and don't pay attention to all the other wheels that are required to run P coaching company, we're tanked, you know? And, um, but I'll tend to default back to what's easiest for me. And, um, and then to think I have to do it all. So that, that's kind of the, the first mindset. The second mindset is, more will get me there. If there's just more hours, more me, whatever. And it's actually, this is, this is the, the turn. And what happened to me was when I was working 60 plus hours and it wasn't enough, I went to see my chiropractor and uh, on my weekly chiropractor visit. And he looked at me and he said, man, you just, you don't look that great. You know, Um, tell me what's (laughs) going on. This was kind of beyond the chiropractor. He handed me a business card for a coach. And I called him up. And at this time within my, within Chick-fil-A, I don't think anybody had a business coach. Um, so, but I, I I called this, it was a group actually. And um, and I started working with them and I worked with them for two years. And there's, they ultimately ended up teaching me how to do what I actually already knew how to do. I just didn't know how to do it, which was mm-hmm. to build a high performance team that ran the business so that I could run the organization. But you want to know the very first thing that they told me to do, Hmm. take more time off whole days, completely dedicated not to the business. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me.
0: Right. Are you insane? There's not (laughs) enough hours in the day right now. We can't get enough done. I need to put more time in. I gotcha.
1: Yeah. They didn't have the magic will do, du- they didn't have the Bing duplicator, you know, which is what I was hoping <laughs> for.
0: And what they the, had the cloning, was the, the cloning machine. <laughs> yeah.
1: And what they had was the exact opposite Marcia, which was, we want you to actually take more time away wow. from the business. And I thought, what have I got to lose? You know, right? I'm not going to say it was easy, but, but we, our very first session, it was in a group and they said, we want you to set a goal for how many days you will take off in the next 90 days. So they have 90 day cycle, which I teach in 90 day cycles as well, because I, I just think it works. So you're like, okay, well, let's see. I'm going to take off all- Chick-fil-A. You can take Sundays off. If you're not careful, you'll be in there checking the refrigerator and doing the bills and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you know, they're closed. So I was like, well, okay, I can take my Sundays. And I did that. And then I said, well, I'm going to take Saturdays and I did that too. And then I decided I was going to take a vacation. And so I added all up and I set a goal. And 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 the beauty of it is we come back and we go, How'd you do? You know? And and you you reported that and then you set a new goal. And um, and the reasoning behind this was there's three different kinds of time that they taught, and I teach it as well. You've got time where you're making money, you got time where you're disengaged, and then you have time where you're planning for the other two, planning your vacation or planning your next sales event. And the time away is where your brain clicks back into the creative entrepreneurial strategic mode and sees clearly. And all of a sudden you realize, oh my goodness, 80% of the stuff that I'm spending 16 hours a day doing, I should not be doing. So it either needs to not be done, which usually most businesses are trying to do too many things. We need to, Mm -hmm. we need be known for something, or I need to find somebody who's just brilliant at doing this. So I became also one of the first Chick Fil A franchisees to to hire an administrative assistant. Everybody's looking at me like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Because I stink at calendars and and, <laughs> and 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 flight arrangements and 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 spending time in the office." And I they just said, "Hey, you, you need to understand what your couple of things are that you are just like world changer, different, good at, and then you got to get everything else off the plate." and you can't do that at 16 hours a day you
0: just no, can't get you can you know that that's that's the big that's the big mindset shift that you're talking about it's it's like you know we can sit there continuously and trying to put the square peg into the round hole and then if we just move it this way or we just move it this way or we just move it that way you know it's all that extra energy and time trying to do that when if you just let go of it take a walk even if it's a walk, not a full day off or, you know, go, go out and have lunch where you're not thinking about work. It allows your brain to, to, to work through that problem and then freshen yourself. And you come back and you're like, Oh, if I just shave off here, it's round and it goes right in. Duh. You know (laughs) I mean? It becomes a very simple problem that you can solve. And, and I think that we all just forget Mm -hmm. that that's an important thing when we're sleeping whether you're sleeping seven hours, which you should minimum six, seven hours, you know, and then there's people trying to live on, you know, three and four hours. But when you're sleeping, your mind is also healing and working through those problems. And you yes. wake up with a fresh look at it. I love it. Yes.
1: So there's a couple of we're going to get uh, before we're done where I'm going to tell of uh, 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 some very specific things that you could do. Excellent. Like this week. But I want to stay in mindset just a little bit more because I love what you said about sleep. So there's more recent research that's been being done, and you may be aware of this, in in the subconscious mind. And what we're learning is that it's a million times more powerful than your conscious mind, and you default to it anytime you're not consciously thinking. So when you're driving, when you're running, when you're having lunch with a friend, and when you're sleeping, it's running the show. And it's it's run based on, on assumptions that we created up until about age 12. Um, and so you cannot beat it. But what you can do is re-record over it. It's just like those, for those of us who've been around long enough, you remember the cassette tapes back in the 80s that you would, you know, you put your mixtape on there and then you could take yeah. that and you just record all over it and start. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to do. We have to re-record with, with new mindsets and then we then we automatically run off of those mindsets, which makes it easier. So one way to do this is to get abundantly clear on what I want, and you cannot do that while you're going 16 hours. So you got to spend some time and reflect. I, I I try to do this exercise every year to write out what my perfect day would look like, and and by writing it and sticking it on the wall, or putting it in front of you some kind of visual something. What you're doing is you're setting a preferred future in your mind, a picture. Vision is a picture of the future that produces passion in you. So, if you have this, this emotion in this picture over here, and then you have your current reality over here, imagine that you, that you have a bun. I have a bungee. So, we have created something in between. And if we could clip that bungee, sometimes I'll actually use a bungee in an analogy. I need to get one for the office. Um, then we create tension, right? You can feel that. And I could mm-hmm. feel it if I was holding it, my hands would be shaking. What has to happen? The tension mm-hmm. must resolve. And so that is why a lot of times I'll ask people, do you, do you ever go to sleep with a problem in your mind and wake up in the morning with this solution that you're like, oh, that's it? Yes. Right? Yes.
0: Or, <laughs> or I toss and turn all night and get no rest because mm-hmm. I'm not letting the subconscious, I guess, in, in, your, in your description, I'm not letting the subconscious take it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it, but isn't it amazing? And the other time that I will find that I, f- that I get answers are when I take a bike ride, mm-hmm. um, and I'm also um, a, an amateur drummer. So when I play my drums,
0: nice. and
1: I had a um, a therapist explain to me that that's called bilateral stimulation. And so what's going on is this rhythm, this running, bicycling, back and forth, it actually creates a, um, a somewhat of a trance-like state. That's where we get that you know runner's high. And that's where, again, your, your subconscious mind, I've come back from many bike rides and grab the whiteboard and go, okay, this is a solution that we're going to do.
0: You want it. So you're doing, you're doing, you're doing two things there. You're, you're actually taking care of your body and you're taking care of the problem that's keeping you at work that you, you know, is stopping it. Good idea. (laughs) Good idea. I love it.
1: And just like everybody else, (laughs) just like everybody else then my mind tells me, you don't have time to take that bike ride today, you know? Right. And, but every time I do, I get time back.
0: Right. Ah, what a strange, what a strange way of thinking of it that mm-hmm. if you are doing less, you're actually getting more, right? Okay. Tell less me more of, about that.
1: Less of the wrong things and more. So each of us has unique ability or unique abilities, and it's usually one, maybe two things that you're really good at. And interestingly,
0: you know, what's out. the
1: enemy of that? It's not, it's not your weaknesses. Usually what's the enemy is the thing that you're pretty good at. So I'm pretty mm-hmm. good at making a spreadsheet and, and, um, and, and uh, presenting that to my team. And I well, recently I did that. Uh, here's the, here's the measurables. We're going to meet each week and we're going to talk about what these things are. Um, and that's very time consuming. And I'm pretty good at it. What, and that takes time away from what I'm really good at, you know, um, yeah. which which is, which is coaching, delivering content and creating community, coaching content community are my things. And so the, the less I'm doing those it's as the uh, good is the enemy of great.
0: Love it. You know, and it is really important that we, you know, we as small specifically entrepreneurial business owners, we're trying to wear all the different hats and we're That's trying to, you know, do everything. And I, I constantly say, you know, uh, you there. There are things you should never do, like your own accounting, and um, you know you should be focusing on really what is your what is the one thing that only you can do in your business, and then everything else yeah. really should be farmed out. And then the the conversation becomes, well, I don't have any money to pay somebody to do that, That's and I'm true. like, but you could be making more money to pay for them if you weren't focusing on the three hour spreadsheet that someone could have popped out in twenty minutes. At uh, yes. a fraction of the price that your hourly is, so.
1: I, just- I will say though, I can really relate to that pushback because, I, um, personal disclosure: my first round of learning this lesson well was in an environment where I was very cash. Um, There's a lot of cash, so it's a three million dollar Chick Fil A restaurant. There's a lot of cash flowing through there. You've already got. Um, you already get that flow, and it's just right. really a matter of what am I going to spend it on. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas now, as a smaller business, I'm, we're a six-figure coaching company, um, that's that's a, it's a nice living. But you have to be super careful about what you spend your money on, and and so I, that's that has been my challenge in this season. Is I don't have any reluctance, uh, you know, uh, philosophically to just hand and off wholesale everything that I'm not good at. But I have, for uh, you know, quite some time, had to do things that I didn't want to do, and I finally, uh, you know, most recently, I got married and I went on a honeymoon. And I thought I've I've seen this before. I'm going to leverage. We took ten days, and I said um, I'm going to leverage being gone to take my business to the next level. And I told my team this. I have I have a team of three um, uh, freelancers that do marketing stuff for me and a little bit of operations. And I said. Um, I, I said, my expectation is I'm going to go, I'm going to disconnect, um, with, you know, planned check-ins and the vast majority of my time is going to be not engaged in work. And my expectation is I believe, cause I've seen it before. I believe when I come back, we'll all be in a better place. You guys will make progress on stuff. And, and when I came back, I made some real fundamental decisions to go, okay, these are things I am not doing anymore. And and more importantly, these are things that we are not doing
0: anymore. Right.
1: And it was a lot of elimination and and therefore getting a lot better at the few things that we do.
0: I love it. Um, I, I constantly, my my family is always yelling at me, Well, you're always working. And I'm like, Well, because I'm it's it's the it's the training that the the entrepreneurial mind has is that they're always working on these things and, and it's, it's enjoyable for me to work and create and be and do that. But, you know, again, I have to tell myself to shut it off, go do something else, you know, if it's exercise, which I love, or if it's, you know, doing something fun or doing something creative or doing something different, I don't care what it is. I think it's that different thing. Um, I think that's, that's what opens, opens it all up in this conversation really am. And I think it's appropriately timed because the stresses of the new year, Mm. um, cause a lot of people to go, I need to do more this year. I need to be better this year. I need to break last year's goals And considering last year was just a crappy old year for most people. I need to make this year, I need to catch up. So the stresses that we're putting on ourselves right now to be bigger, better, faster, stronger is huge. And it always comes out. Everybody's doing their diet, they're doing their exercise, they're setting their goals, they're striving. It's the first fresh part of the new year with all these intense pressures on us. And we want to go back to that 60 hour work week or Sixteen-hour days and hundred hours here, and Saturdays. Because if I just do Saturdays for the next two months, then I'll be ahead.
1: Well, can I tell you, um, I have been just blessed um, and and amazed because last year was a very very challenging time for small businesses. But in the last week, I've had conversations with my clients. And they experience double-digit sales increases, profit increases off the charts, and more quality time with their family than they've ever enjoyed in their lives. And this is largely because of pivots that they were able to make, because the agility they built within their team, and their their commitments um, to uh, put the most important things first, and to be in their in their in their sp- you know, in their sweet spot. So it's working, you know, and I mean, my business is four years old. I've had some success stories. Um, but this past year, it just, it was like, I don't know, because it was such a difficult year. Those success stories are really standing out to me even more. Um, and, and very encouraging, you know, um, I, I was on a call with a guy yesterday who uh, he wouldn't even tell me how much his profits were up, <laughs> and um, and he spent more time with his family and sales were up and um, and and he's it and he's more enjoying good. the work that he's doing.
0: Exactly, it's that that shift. All right, so um, we you promised us some ideas and strategies yes. that we can put in our business right now. Let's yes. focus on those a little bit more because honestly, this conversation can go on for another hour or two and still be so fruitful that I want to make sure that we're, uh, we're honoring the, 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 the 30, 35 minute, 40 minute marks. So tell us some ideas that we can put into our business.
1: I would rather, you know, see someone take one idea and be able to do something with it. than you know, for us to come up with a lot of things and then somebody feels more weighted down. Sure. So I'm I'm going to share with you the thing that I think will help the most and then the thing that will support that. So it's one okay. idea with two parts. Right. So the first idea is a weekly time of reflection and planning. And um, we have a format that we use for this. I keep it right next to me because I use it all the time. Um show you what this looks like. And this is what we're gonna provide for people. Is okay. uh, it's called the coaching multi tool because it's used for a lot of different things. And up here, w- the first thing that we do is we write down our wins from the previous week. So um, I divide wins into two categories gratitude and progress. Gratitude are things that happened to me that I did not make happen, progress are things that I had in mind and I made progress on them. Both of those. And and this is going to sound a little bit like a, a lot of business owners would be. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like gratitude? Like yeah. that's like that's woo-woo. like
0: uh, woo woo stuff.
1: Yeah, woo woo stuff. But but what it does is as an entrepreneur, your mind is always thinking of the next problem. And mm-hmm. when you think of the problem, what do you think? Am I going to be able to overcome this? We're going to figure this out. So when you start off with scoring your wins for the previous week, you're putting your mind into the mind frame of, we have conquered everything we'd ever, I have conquered everything that's ever come my way. I've got what it takes. And it, builds, it puts your confidence up here. And, and I recommend three things, like just do three wins, your three biggest wins for the week. Do this on a Sunday night. Then the next spot down here, we're going to write in our three big rocks for the week. So these are the things come hell or high water, um, you know, that are going to have for me this week. It was putting on a workshop, um, and it was something with my family. I don't remember what it was, and and this 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 podcast. Like these are really big important things for me to make sure I'm showing up at my very very best. And what's interesting is when you prioritize the things that must get done. It's amazing how the emails and the texts and all those little details, somehow they just work out, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I highly recommend uh, going and Googling Big Rocks by Stephen Covey and watching the video. It's a visual representation. This guy this guy's trying to stuff a, a bunch of small and big rocks into a container and they don't right. fit. But if you put the big ones in first, then pour the small ones in. All
0: out. the little ones start fitting in
1: beautiful beautiful and you think oh that's not going to work and it really does so so then we we have, we do this and then the third thing that we do is we just write down our action steps that we need to do for the next week the most important thing are these first two blanks and um and if you will do this on a sunday evening and start a habit um then what's going to happen is your mind's going to get oriented towards bigger dreams and goals that you have. Your actions are going to line up to those, and you're going to make progress each week. Toward, because we're all going to work. The question is, is it is it the right stuff? And this is going to get you yeah. focused in on the things that are going to get you the wins for the next week. And that's, that's the cool thing about the process is the, the rocks for this week become the wins for next week, and it just cycles.
0: I like it. I like it. It's very simple, something easy to do. Question, though, why should it be done on Sunday night instead of Monday morning?
1: Monday morning is fine. Uh, I have people who do both. Um, For me, once I wake up Monday morning, my mind is ready to go. And if I haven't, uh, but a lot of times what I'll do, uh, if I don't want to get too complicated, a lot of times I'll write down my reflections and wins on Sunday night and get up Monday morning and do the big rocks. Okay. Um, Yep. and I really highly recommend set a timer. Like, give yourself fifteen minutes. I'm gonna do fifteen minutes of reflection. I'm gonna do fifteen minutes of big rocks. That keeps you. The other thing is use a marker. Like,
0: uh huh.
1: We're not journaling here, you know? right? It's. I think I've got one of mine. I, I use I I use sticky notes, and I'll put three sticky notes in a marker, so I can't put more than about four or five
0: words. Love it. Love it. Yeah. It's not journaling. It's, it's just getting it out. And, and I think honestly, you know, there are so many benefits to the woo woo side of the gratitude. Um, I know business owners don't think in the woo woo. They think of structure and pieces and action steps and go do it. But when you are when you when you spend a little time in gratitude and you're thankful for what has come your way and you appreciate your team you appreciate your family, you appreciate the fact that you did that hard workout um, you appreciated the fact that there was coffee in the morning you know whatever your appreciation is when you when you put that out into the world, it does welcome more gifts yep to you. So it is, don't think about it as woo woo and meditative and spiritual and all these things, but just to be thankful and, and, and it it brings the gifts. So I encourage you as a business owner to try this one little thing. Don't tell anybody, don't let anybody see you, but just be thankful, you know, right. And be thankful for what you have thankful that you are an entrepreneur and that you had made you made it through 2020 and then yep. January you got a new client or you got this or the grant is coming in or whatever it is that's coming your way. Be thankful yes. for it and more things will come your way without without having to work on it. And then it yes. balances that good stuff out. So, you know, I, I I'm a woo woo at heart, but try not to wear it on my sleeves. And, you know, you don't have to let anybody know that you're doing it. Just do it anyways.
1: Yeah. And and then what happens is the next, the very next step is I'm going to, as a business owner, I'm very much oriented that way. Then I'm going to start getting into what do, what needs to be done? What are the tasks? Who's going to do them? You know, and we get very structured, but, yeah. but we're structured around the right things. And I'm not, I'm less concerned about us spending our, I mean, well, you can spend a lot of money on marketing and, and, and yeah. put it in the wrong direction. You know, yeah. you want to make sure that you're doing everything you can to make sure the message is going to the right person, the right place. And these are the kind of things that it, it's an, I mean, I, I'll tell you, it is taking time away reflection, things we've talked about today. These are business strategies. This is not, this is not a feel good strategy. These are business strategies.
0: These are, and these are so important that are often forgotten and, uh, as I as I call my business planning underutilized, so it's time to put these tools into work and and get them done. So one final thing that I want to wrap up here with is yes. that you had said the word delegate. If it's not in your genius zone and it's not your time, we encourage you to delegate and take some of those things off of your uh, off of your platter. One of my consultants tells me, you know, oh, manage your plate, and I go plate. We're talking platter. We're talking buffet. You know, Plates. I've got so many things on my in front of me for me to do. It's time yes. to start start taking those off, delegate them. There's plenty of people in the virtual uh, virtual world that can do it quicker, faster, and for a fraction of the hours that you're worth. So, yes. um, I love this this conversation today about the mindset and shifting. So. Thank you. So um, Bing, where can people um, find out more information about you?
1: Yeah, well, that that leads to this, the, 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 the other piece of what I just shared. And that is y- you need it, uh, to have a supportive community around, you know, the things that you're trying to do. And what we've created in this in this season is a quiet leadership community where you can go away from the notifications away from the advertisements away from the person that's constantly trying to send you a message and sell you something and meet other like-minded leaders and 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 engage in conversations and exercises that will help you grow it's called the peak lodge and um it. it is it's like social media except i own the, the lodge. And I, you know, I make the rules and the rules are we're on here to help each other grow and not sell to each other and not be sold to. And within there, uh, if you join the peak lodge, you're going to find this tool right at the top center. Um, and so the, the, um, peak coaching multi-tool is right there. We have it in a list of resources. Um, and the way to get to that is just to go to our website peakcoaching.com and it's p e a k e and i added the e to make it distinctive and it's easy to get <laughs> uh, it's easy to get uh, urls and and all that but it's p e a k e coaching.com and there when you'll come to the, the the to the main page and you'll see our different options but one of them is lodge and that's where you start um there's you can find out other things that we do and all that kind of stuff but hi, there's no there's no charge to be in the lodge Yay. You know, Perfect, and you can actually even go into the lodge and look at it without joining. So,
0: well, you know what, and I think that that's something that we all need as a safe place to um, to work on our business and really uh, work as as the owner and leaders with with people that um, are in a similar similar area. So, I love it. And I love the way you called it lodge. I think that's great. That's a that's a good good word for it as a group or a community or whatever. This is a lodge. You're kind of going off to to do your work, and so yes. thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, listeners, so thank you for uh, listening today. I hope you found an idea or two to put into your business that will help your business be more profitable. I know this idea is is a little different, but it's going to be so much more um, profitable for you if you can implement these ideas. So considering what's happened to uh, businesses over the past year, now more than ever, it's important to create your own profit plan. And so I've created um, six easy action steps that you can uh, pick up today that can you can put into your business immediately that will start to shift things around and turn them around for you. And I encourage you to go get those at failproofbiz, that's B-I-Z dot com. And as always, Bing and I would love to hear your questions, uh, feedback, or even ideas for future shows. Please subscribe and comment today on the podcast uh, because we would love to respond back to you. And as always, you can catch Profit With A Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. We're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks, Bing.
1: Thank you so much.